July of 2018, my family and I went to North Dakota to visit my mom's second cousin and her family. My mom's grandma and her cousin's grandma are sisters, so we decided to go to the town where their grandmothers grew up. We went to the town of Elgin, North Dakota, a small town an hour south of Bismarck, North Dakota. We visited the cemetery where the majority of my distant relatives are buried. My mom's cousin said that she knew the location of the farm that both of their grandmothers grew up on, so we decided to go and check it out. It was 15 minutes out of the town of Elgin. On the farm, there was an old wooden house that was turned into a barn for the new owner's horses. We were able to go inside the old home, and it turns out that it is the exact home that my great-grandma and all of her siblings were born and raised in. I began to ask questions about my distant relatives and mainly my great-great-grandfather. Who was better to ask than my 99-year-old great-grandmother to find out more information about her father's journey to the United States? So I gave her a call. So for the immigration project, I was going to ask you a few questions. Don't, don't make them too hard. It all starts somewhere in eastern Russia with Conrad Troutman, who is my great-great-grandfather. There was a civil war going on in Russia, and if his family didn't leave, then his siblings would be drafted into the war. So they packed up all their things and snuck out of Russia on a boat. The name of that boat was the SS Eider, which was 430 feet long and could hold 227 people. He was two years old when his family left Russia for Ellis Island. It took a long time to get across. Unfortunately, I could not figure out how long it took nor the cost to get from Russia to Ellis Island. When they arrived at Ellis Island, they had to go through the check-in room. It was packed with people shoulder to shoulder, and it is surprising that none of her family members got separated from each other. Doctors observed the room from a balcony to flag people that were sick. If anyone was sick, they would have to go to see a doctor, risking being sent back to their home country. Soon after that, they had to take a test to see if they could live in the U.S. If they passed that test, then they would be free. They were so happy when they made it into the U.S., and they would soon migrate to North Dakota. The government gave them property to, to build, and my dad built a mud, mud house, they called it. They took sod and made, like, bricks with water and the dirt and painted and... I was I wasn't born on the side of my older sisters were. One of the main challenges once they got to the US were the language barriers. My mother couldn't speak English until we kids all went to school and we could speak English a little more than my mother and my father. So my mother learned from us. They even had a teacher staying in their house to help with their English. I didn't find out any more challenges for her parents when they got to the U.S. I soon came to find out that Conrad and his wife raised nine children on the farm. And so, I learned about life on the farm. We raised chickens, we raised ducks and beef. We sold the wheat, sold the cattle. It's a lot of work. 
all in all, my great-grandma is happy that her family immigrated here. I'm sure if I was young, I, I would be. I'd want to get out of there. Earlier in the recording, my great-grandma expressed that her parents did not want to talk about Russia because they were so unhappy with it. All in all, it was amazing to learn about the story of my great-great-grandparents and their arrival to the U.S. I feel very lucky to have my great-grandma as a source of information. I have been honored to have the opportunity to learn more about my family.